Hey guys, before we dive into today's episode of the Trail Trash Podcast, just wanted to give you a quick little reminder about three of the discount codes that we have going for you guys right now. The first one is Trail Trash, T-R-A-I-L-T-R-A-S-H. That one is good for 20% off your first purchase at Swiftwick and Scratch. Uh, the other one we have is with Squirrel's Nut Butter. That one is Trail Lube, one word, all caps, T-R-A-I-L-L-U-B-E. Also good for 20% off. That one is good for any purchase. Does not have to be your first one. Also wanted to remind you guys to, if you haven't already, please, 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 it does make a huge difference in the algorithm world. If you like and subscribe to our podcast, if you have not done so already, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And please feel free to find us on any social media. We're on Facebook, X, formerly known as Twitter, and Instagram. So please feel free to find us on those social media platforms. Connect with us because we would love to connect with you guys just to help deepen our relationship with you guys as our listeners. Now, with all that being said, let's meet up with the boys at the Trailhead and dive into today's episode of the Trail Trash Podcast. This is the Trail Trash Podcast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Trail Trash Podcast. Jason Garrett, John here to talk running and whatever else we decide to talk about, which uh, tonight's going to be a little bit of a fantasy land, I would say. But uh, before just we get hang the with fantasy... us today, folks, just hang with us. <laughs> before we get the fantasy land, um, I've been, uh, I've been just out... got back from his fantasy land. Right, that's right. I've been I've been out of commission for a few weeks. I have been um on my first ever international trip i'd never been out of the united states until the last few weeks and i went to um japan for i think it was around 15 days and i had the opportunity to travel to tokyo kyoto and osaka and um i learned a few things i learned there's a whole lot of people there um i learned they feel very strongly about their toilets and <laughs> how how do you, what do you mean by that how do they feel about their toilets i mean they're they're nice man i mean you know one um you know if you don't want people to hear you fart there is a a fart button that you can hit that plays Does it turn on like music. white noise yeah or music um <laughs> And uh, so what you do is I actually actually heard the gentleman beside me uh, take advantage of this feature. Um, however, his did go above the sound of the uh, of said uh, sound effects that they had uh, playing. Please, please tell me when you closed the stall door, there was a playlist option for <laughs> said not, musical choices. There, there, there <laughs> is not. Now, now, look. All joking aside, they, they let me tell you something. It, they were all one ninety percent of of every bathroom I went in was super clean. Um, they had disinfectant that you could spray, and it automatically cleaned the toilet seat for you. Well, it didn't automatically, but you sprayed it onto it, and it cleaned the toilet seat, which was very nice. 
And then, uh, and then some of the stalls, which Garrett, you would appreciate this, not now because your your child is older, but back in the day when your child was younger and you needed to go to the bathroom, they actually had uh, seats that were attached to the wall that you could set your baby into oh, while you nice. went to the bathroom. Yeah, very, very nice. So, but anyway, back to the sound effects. The oh, um, but- How long until those two options get incorporated into your store? <laughs> Never. <laughs> He's probably got him already you. in his house. He's got him on let order. T- oh, let he me put tell that you playlist something. option in already. <laughs> let me let me tell you, if we had these things over here in the United States, no one would ever leave the bathroom. I mean, it is the nicest. I mean, thing, I but it really struck who, who who don't already. <laughs> right. I mean, there's 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 a phrase, and it's a phrase for a reason. But the boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. <laughs> That's right. My <laughs> thing is, my, my my whole thing was, I didn't know what that was at first when I got in there and I saw the little music notes on the control panel. So I was, I was scared to hit it because, you know, you don't want to get too adventurous with some of these things. Um, you know, especially you when you're... Speak for yourself. <laughs> but however, however... You know, it was it was a nice feature, but anyway, they 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 take very interest to uh to their toilets. The other thing so, that really so struck me over there, folks. There you have it, folks. Jason went on his first international trip, and the biggest takeaway slash cultural experience he had was their toilets. Our bathrooms that's right. suck. That's that's right. <laughs> Our bathrooms suck. Well, th- that well, no, no. The really the biggest thing that really stood to me. Uh, honestly was how everybody cares about work over there it's like everybody takes pride in their work regardless of what they do it's not like uh over here where you know customer service isn't exactly uh good uh over there it's 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 definitely at a whole nother level um which which is how much of that how much of that is cultural because Eastern Asian cultures put an emphasis on taking care of themselves and taking care of their elderly family members. Whereas here we almost feel entitled. Right. And, and we are entitled. Uh, it, it is, it's, it's funny because like, here's what I, I find interesting. And I would love to speak to somebody about this because I want to understand it. Over there, I noticed when you went into a store that the the people who were helping you, the retail folks, used a different type of voice than they did when they were just talking normal on the train. So it's hard to explain, and I'm not going to try to recreate it because I don't want to offend anybody, but it was almost sing-songy. And they used, you know, they were, it was completely different than the dialogue I heard on the train. On the train, people didn't talk a lot, but people did talk, which I didn't think people talked on, on the train at all. And then we got over there and yeah, people talk on the train. But it, what struck me was, was it, it, when you, when you were in a retail location, people's voices were very sing-songy and they were all very cheerful. They were very wow. cheerful to something didn't go the way it was supposed to go, and then they weren't very nice to you at all. Oh, then um, they put the their train voice not on. not always right over there. I learned that isn't... Yeah, and then you basically just did whatever they told you to do. But, but um, you know, there there was, you know, back to what our podcast is about, which is running, 
the vast majority of runners I saw were all in Kyoto. Um, it looked like some of them were, you know, just your standard recreational runners. I saw some ultra runners. Um, I guess you would say I knew they were ultra runners based off the shirts they were wearing, um, which said ultra. Of course, they could have just bought one at a secondhand shop and be wearing it around perpetuating their ultra runners. Um, lots of mountains. I saw tons of mountains. I would have loved to have gotten to run up and around, mainly the Mount Fuji area. Um, Mount Fuji, John, believe it or not, was closed. Um, no one could go up to Mount Fuji. I think past, um, I'm wanting to say you can't go up past September. So um, weather, same with the Smokies. Weather, yeah, weather, yeah. Um, What's there was, the climate well, like over there? Are they pretty close in the latitude it's same lines? as here same as here okay same as here uh it's more humid over there um like the, the first south. day we got wow huh yeah the south like the, okay yeah like well more humid than tennessee think um john thinks think savannah georgia humidity and that's about what you got because Savannah is literally in a swamp yeah it's it's pretty bad um, the first day we were there, it got up to like 80 degrees and we were absolutely miserable. Um, I really, it, it, ironically, I felt like I was in an ultra. I had to buy like some anti-chafing stuff over there because it was so bad because we were walking so much. But uh, you, you mean you didn't take your squirrels nut butter and use promo code? I did not. I percent off at checkout. That's right. I should have. <laughs> I left my stick here at the house and I should have brought it with me. But because... Uh, because it because it was really miserable over there. Do they not have I would like a vending machine full of lubrication products. No, you could buy beer, you could buy all sorts of stuff, but you cannot buy uh, no lubrication. Uh, the oh, one thing that did strike me too was that uh, they have a Coke product that has a built-in laxative on it. Uh, it's natural. It's called Coke Plus. Uh, they recommend you drink it once a day for extra. Uh, Please don't poopage. say lubrication. <laughs> no, for for extra poopage. Uh, so uh, that's what the music buttons for. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, but anyway, it was it was really cool because, like you know, they they definitely have some different stuff than we do. Um, the McDonald's there were quite different. They had a like a soy uh like a soy sauce style burger and they had these you know the chicken you put in a little bag and put seasoning in it and you shake it and you eat it at mcdonald's that was pretty good um i think i, I already mentioned this in our chat but there's no free refills um i would definitely go back i would like to go back and i would like to do more um i would like to do more stuff out of the city to see some of the more natural areas we did hike to the top of a mountain um at the fashimi inari temple which is in kyoto and i think it was mile and a quarter and we went up a thousand feet um pretty good climb my wife was pretty pretty pissed off how yeah. many four-letter words did she direct in your general direction uh, she didn't say any, but I could tell she was put out, oh. especially a few times when I Silence turned around. And worse. Yeah, when I turned around and looked and she wasn't there because, like, she just stopped. 
and I had to and wait you kept for her. Going like a jerk. I kept. I didn't know because I was just walking. You know, I was just. I was just walk. Even as as out of shape as I am from where I've not been running, uh, I, I still can hike pretty well. So like I was cooking up the side of that mountain, um, and uh, and yeah, and she was she was not. What was so, the yeah. biggest culture shock? How, and I don't mean this in a negative way how materialistic they are over there they put us to shame i mean they are dressed i would think it would have been the opposite no think... it is okay. not they they are dressed nice everybody is dressed nice all the time um and at least in the areas in the parts i was in and i was in kyoto i was in osaka i was in tokyo now granted you do have you know people wearing normal clothes but for the most part people are dressed very nice even the workers are dressed extremely nice i went into a bathroom and the janitor was in there and he had nice pressed pants on with a button-up shirt and a little vest over the shirt um i'm wondering very, if that's, i'm wondering if that's tied to the pride that they take in their work and i think that's it I think they take a lot of pride in how they look, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean it in it's it's actually really cool how nice everybody looks. Everybody is it, it takes a lot of pride and and takes care of themselves and how they look. Um, we so dress down into, here. Uh, so you didn't walk into like a Walmart in the middle of the night and see people in their pajamas. None of that. They were None iron pajamas. None of that. You you. you you know, you saw people in jeans, but very, very few amounts of jeans. You mostly saw people in slacks, nice shirts. Um, shoulder bags are big over there for men and women. Hmm. You know, like the, you know, like the, um, my wife was joking. I guess if you're a Seinfeld fan, you would know this, but the, the, the men carrying the attaches, there was a Seinfeld episode around that. Uh, but, uh, but essentially, essentially, yeah, uh, the hand, uh, handbags are big over there. And, um, but it, yeah, I mean, it was that, that's one thing that was uh, really surprised me was how nice everybody dressed and how great the service was cultural. I mean, like I knew the service was going to be good, but like, I didn't expect it to be like, holy cow that's amazing type of service i mean like when you buy something they literally take it they put it in a bag and they tape the bag up for you and they hand you the receipt they literally if you buy a shirt they show you the shirt they help you inspect the shirt to make sure that there's no damage to it they ask you if that's the right size shirt that you're buying all this at one time, you know, here in America, we just throw the shirt in a bag and it's like, whatever. Right. So, uh, so let me ask when you say they inspect and ask, like, do you not just grab it off a shelf? You grab it off a shelf and you walk up to the counter. Well, I guess you if, hand... you're, if you're foreign, sizing is going to be different. Sizing's so they, gonna... Yeah. So I guess that does make sense, especially if you're a foreigner and you go in. So, okay. I can understand that. And then never mind. Which, which, which let me say this, I did not find the sizing different for me. Um, I actually bought well, I guess, medium. 
I bought mediums and stuff thinking I needed a medium. And in reality, I needed smalls. Um, I guess I just meant the sizing like on the tag because we use mediums. Yeah, on the, and on the use, tag. And they well, use I mean, numbers. When they no they they use S M and L there oh, okay so but but yeah I mean you know what what again what really struck me though was just how nice the service was I think from a culture shock thing that would be the number one thing was how 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 huge they are with customer service and how they take care of people and the other thing is just how nice everybody looks like dressed and uh, my wife was talking about how she had no idea that they were that materialistic and not in a bad way um just how proud how prideful they take of their appearance and they're not doing it to like score points it's just like groomed well maintained nice shoes nice pants nice shirts that type of thing so but yeah i definitely would like to go back and 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 see some of the more nature like areas because it is it is gorgeous there um it's just stunning the bamboo forest picture you posted looked pretty cool the which one the bamboo forest where you and your bamboo forest was was amazing um we got there really early before the crowd hit um and then we saw um a temple that i can't even describe it was it was just ginormous and it was built without a single nail and okay. it was right. ginormous. It was a Buddhist mm-hmm. temple, um, which I'm sure I'll end up posting a picture of that. But uh, the other funny thing there, one more thing, and we can actually move on to what our podcast is about, is they love coffee shops. Like, I cannot tell you how many times we went into a coffee shop and could not find a flipping seat. Well, and about that. So when my first trip to Jamaica, uh, we went to a coffee plantation in the blue mountains and blue mountain coffee from jamaica is some of the best coffee i've ever had some of the most some of the best coffee you can get i don't know what it is if it's the climate all that stuff outside of cope luwak which that's a whole other animal but anyway the lady who runs that plantation said most of her purchases get shipped to japan so it doesn't surprise me that that putting those two things together that they love their coffee well and what's crazy is the Starbucks there, the majority of them are huge. We're talking multi-level and are packed, not a single seat open. I mean, we literally went into multiple ones and uh, either had to wait or just outright left uh, because we had nowhere to sit. And um, they make their coffee different over there. They don't use as much sugar as we do, which I found interesting. Um, so anyway, it was, it was pretty cool. How many Godzilla reference, how many Godzilla references? Uh, only the hotel we stayed in the first one. That was it. Uh, it's so funny. Everybody plays, everybody plays video games over there. Everybody does. Even, even like elderly people. I watched it on the train. Um, anime is everywhere. Pokemon is everywhere. And, Mario is everywhere. Well, all of that, all of the stuff we have comes from there. Like Pokemon yeah. started yeah. there, anime is kind of from there. So and, and all that and stuff. Mario. Like, yeah. like like Nintendo rules, Pokemon rules, all that stuff is and I don't know anything about Pokemon, but um I was just struck by how much it dominates 
the culture over there. But anyway, um, do you think they have a Pokemon themed Ultra? I bet you they do. Would you run a Pokemon themed Ultra, or what fantasy Ultra would you like to run? You know what? I thought about that because you guys have been throwing out the old Lord of the Rings. I just, uh, I think, I, mean, Lord of, I think, I think Lord of the Rings would be fun. I, shit, I think a Harry Potter themed one would be wild. Well, I'm just thinking, and I think the reason we brought up Lord of the Rings so much in our chat was because what other movie outside of Forrest Gump has a lot of people running for three flipping movies? I mean, that's true. I mean, I mean there's just, yeah. But so, I guess we should, before we dive too far into this, if we were to run said Lord of the Rings Ultra or Harry Potter Ultra or any other fantasy world Ultra, do we have to do it in their attire? So do I have to dress like Gimli and run 100K, wielding my axe and counting orcs that I kill in my competition with John? Because he may beat me in 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 speed, but I'm gonna get more orcs than him. <laughs> I don't or, think you have to dress like him, but obviously you're gonna keep a kill count of all the orcs you take out. Well, yeah, you have to. Twenty one, twenty two. <laughs> no, I just think it would be interesting, just because. And, and I kind of brought it up as a joke, but then we we kind of talked about it a little bit. I was like, man, actually, because there's really no running news right now. We're kind of in that. It's everyone's off seasons. There's no more big ultras that I know of or that I can think of. JFK happened last week. Yeah, but outside of that, I mean, there's there's nothing. There's no like you don't have the spring races. The next big race that I can think of, you got Brazos Bend coming up. Um, but I, they're not a or they're not a golden ticket anymore. But they're still a qualifier. But you got that one, and I just can't think of any other races. So we're kind of coming up on. So we're like, well, let's just have some fun with this one. So um, it is interesting you say that, though, because we really haven't had anything that fill, that has come in and filled the void of the North Face 50 mile, whatever championship yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, that was really your last one. And then, like you said, since that's gone, there's nothing that's really stepped up and been like, hey, we will be your your winter ultra. Um, I mean, you've got a couple that start. But and, and I think the other part of it is you just don't have a lot of races because it's the holiday time. So, um, yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings would be fun. And if I was to run an ultra in Lord of the Rings, I would not run it through the Shire. I don't think I would probably want to run it through Rohan would be where I would go. And I think it, it, I don't know why I just, maybe because it's where they do most of their running when Legolas Gimli and Aragorn are chasing and trying to find um, Mary and Pippin. But where would you go? Like, would you do uh, Moria or? 100% Rivendell. That would be a good one. That, yeah, through the through the woods. 100%. There's no question about it. Running through Rivendell, but the hobbits get to run the eight stations. Ooh, well, first and second breakfast. I like that. I, I, I agree. <laughs> Riven, R- Rivendell is 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 the place to go if if you were going to run. Um, if you were going to run, they have all kinds of landscapes and stuff, and you know they that do. world that are really cool and all, and and the movie is definitely visually impactful. But Rivendell is really the one that I feel like is just beautiful and somewhere I, think, I would love to hang out. I think Fangorn would be a fun place to run through. 
you could could you imagine hallucinating in Fangorn Forest? And then Tom Bombadil just pops out. Oh man, if Tom Bombadil, I'd lose my mind. Like I <laughs> for the nerds who don't know, John, why don't you just enlighten them on the gloriousness? And I don't know why he wasn't a character in the movies. I really because he would have been a cheat code. Like Tom Bombadil is a cheat code. Yeah, we added a like a like a weird like love triangle with Eric Horn, but we couldn't get Tom Bombadil. Right. Yeah. So Tom Bombadil. The problem. Is... The, prob- the, the problem is. Hold on. The problem is the reason why is because the movie it was already long as hell. If you would have inserted him into it, it would have added a, another thirty to forty five minutes into an already long. Yeah, I would watch that. Throw it in like the extended edition. Yeah, throw him in the extended I'll, I'll watch the yeah. crap out of that. I, I I watch Return of the King. It's the extended edition. I know I'm going to invest in, like you know a good four four and a half hours to watch that, and uh and I will eat it up. Most mm-hmm. people though don't. Most people don't like that though. You're so, underestimating the, the power of the dark side. The the fan oh, base. That's not where you were going with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. I get well. I mean, speaking of that though, I guess there's some cool places you could run in the Star Wars universe. Man, Tatooine would be like running Badwater. Yeah, I mean, parts of that were filmed in, yeah, essentially Death Valley, so mm-hmm. be comparable. Be run yeah. fun. It'd be fun to run through like indoor. But, I mean, parts of that were filmed out right. like the Redwood Forest in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a, that'd be a good one. That That's where I was one. thinking. Hoth, That's where I was. Hoth thinking. would be fun. I'm a big. I like running more in the winter anyway. Um, just because I just I, I'm this is gross i'm a heavy sweater like i have to drink so much water when i run especially during the summer i'd probably like hoth a lot because it's just nice and cool um yeah cold, i mean tonight cold. when i ran it was like 50 degrees flat and there's like a fine mist mist of rain and i love that like it would have mm-hmm. been a top-notch like trail running day for me right so i had to ask real quick john I the uh and just notice you have some new artwork in the back there. That uh Smoky Mountain photo, where did you get here. that? That's nice. Right here? Yeah. That's like a twelve by nineteen poster available at each of the visitor center. Oh, that's nice. Centers. This one came from the one in Townsend. There's another one I really like that they didn't have available at the time. It has like some bears on it and the colors in it are really cool. It's got like a nice like red and blue, like sunrise, sunset type landscape on it. That picture yeah, almost that's... looks like the picture you sent in our big chat where you're like, wow, gee, I wonder why so many people have died here, like, or whatever it was. But it almost looks Ooh, yeah, uh... kind of close <laughs> to that. That, so that, it, that picture is from a place uh, that's populous in the Smokies called the Sinks. Um, it's a very there's like a like a creek that flows through it it's very rocky and there's some steep sections of it and so consequently there's been several deaths there from like people slipping falling and drowning is that because they hit their head and get unconscious what's that is that because they hit their head when they slip and fall unconscious and then yeah yeah and just the way the water flows there it'll it'll suck you under if you're not careful okay there's, there's there's tons of signs posted around it warning about it, but you know people gotta do it for the gram or do it for I the gram and, and the, do it to break the law because you know we're rebels, so rebels without a cause. But 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 you know that tends to be a common theme up there because um, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but there's been quite a few deaths at Abrams Falls too. For that's people, where, that's actually where this poster is off. It's of Abrams Falls. If you I was going to say, that. I thought that looked like yeah. Abrams Falls. Yeah, I mean, there were lots of drownings up there. Uh, yeah, mainly, lots of, mainly lots, of drownings, lots of deaths from drownings and lots of deaths from like falling. Yeah, that's wild. You, you know what I was just thinking was we were talking about cool landscapes to run through. There was a place I went through in Japan that had these red gates around it that you w- walked through. You know, the icon. Yeah, I remember red. saying that. I was like, that looks awesome. So they went all the way to the top of the mountain where you went, where you crested at. And, uh, uh, the, the you know they would never obviously have a race there because it's considered holy ground. It's a it's a shrine, right? But it would be neat to do. So so so, so okay, this is an idea. So so we could host the Yeti race there, right? But every single one of those arches is going to have a number on it, like those damn trestles, the trestles. The creeper trail. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to count it down all the way to the top. <laughs> Dude, I cannot even imagine how many freaking. Uh, arches there are because we walk through so many of those things so many of them it had it had to be a time but i thought of that when i was when i was hiking through them i like man it'd be cool to have a race here and i'm like of course there's no way to have a race here because it'd be so disrespectful to these people oh, yeah, in absolutely but uh when we were at the yeti i did so good at not thinking about how all of those trestles were numbered until that third trip back down the mountain, then I noticed it. And I just couldn't get out of my head. And every single time, I was like, "Oh, it's another one." Like twenty, whatever to go. Dude, yeah, when I walk those nine miles with you, you're like, "Dude, I swear to God, if I pass another one of these, like." <laughs> so, so, Jason, why would you run in Harry Potter, and where would you run? Like, would you just do like an ultra through the castle? Could you imagine an ultra through the castle with the moving staircases? That would be fun, and. That would be really fun. I think going through the castle would be fun. I think uh, going through the forest there. Oh, the Forbidden you know, Forest, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would be that would be wicked cool. Um, I mean, if you want to simulate the feeling of running through the Forbidden Forest, there's some places out in this neck of the woods I could take you to. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. sure there's some. I'm sure there's some rural trails that are not when, too highly. You wouldn't even have to simulate the, the danger because it would actually be real. <laughs> right. Yeah. You just have <laughs> bears instead of, you know, centaurs. Yeah. Not even bears and stuff, but I mean, there's some places where you gotta watch out for the people out there. Moonshiners. Well, hey, maybe. Or you know, the feral people of Appalachia who you know. Look, they. That's a real thing. You know. <laughs> That's a real I thing. Mean, I, I mean, is it a real thing? Because I don't know if it is. I mean, I mean I'm sure I'm there's sure. people, but I don't think they're. I don't think they're feral. I think it, it, it wouldn't be like 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 they portrayed it in like American Horror Story, but to an extent, it could be plausible. Well, if you have a certain <clears throat> I mean, anything of... anything is plausible. I mean, hell, that would be an ultra race right there. Run you through, run run you through a forest of feral Appalachia people and try not to not try not to die through that. But I will say this. The Lord of the Rings would be cool because they could treat it a lot like the Georgia Death Race, where everybody gets a ring okay. at the beginning of the race and you have to carry the ring we have to, throughout yeah, the entire or where, yeah. Carry mm-hmm. or wear the ring through the entire race. 
and then you finish at Mount Doom. And you and that would be so okay. So Coca Dona two fifty. You start in the Shire, <laughs> and you make your way all the way across to Mount Doom. Drop your ring at the finish line. That's right. Yeah. And the course sweepers have to dress up like the Nazgul. Man, if they caught me in the middle of the night, I'd, I'd, no, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, over at, um, over at uh, Upchuck, they have what they call the Grim Sweeper, who dresses mm-hmm. up like the Grim Reaper, but he carries a broom and chases after you. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I can tell you right now, the, the, the uh, that would be really cool. You know what I was just thinking of? Why? Hold, hold on. Why is there not any Lord of the Ring theme parks anywhere? I just think that probably because the detail. Well, I don't know because Disney is so detailed, so detailed. So the detail. I mean, it, I mean, they got Harry. Well, Potter. who owns I mean, who owns the rights to Lord of the Rings? Is it? It's not. Is, is it Warner? Because that could be part of it. If it's if it's I, I not universal, it, I think it's, it, I don't think it's I don't think it's universal. I mean, there's no. places where they have like you know replicas of like the Shire and like you know the Hobbit holes and stuff. Like well, there's that. a place not too far from from Middle Tennessee. My brother and sister in law went, um, and you basically stay in a Hobbit hole. And I don't know the way he made it sound. You have to forage for your food. <laughs> And I was like, dude, that's not not my cup of tea. Like, I I get the appeal of it. It's 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 New Line Cinema, which is owned by Warner Brothers. Well, then that's probably why, because Warner doesn't have a theme park, which is kind of disheartening or disappointing, I guess, because there's some great Warner movies that you could probably make a at least one theme park. You don't have to do a uh, like a Florida and a California one like Disney and Universal do, but you could do one in one or the other and well, hold on a second. now now this all being said if we compare these three universes that we've brought up now star wars harry potter and lord of the rings lord of the rings would actually make the most sense to be like running around in because in the other two you have either technology or magic mm-hmm. that would that that would let you like not have to like walk on your feet everywhere. Like, yeah, but a Death Star fifty k broomstick, or you could hop in like the chimney and teleport. And, well, that's you know, true. Star Wars, there's all kinds of vehicle that's, stuff. That, that that's that, that's true. Now, now, hey, hey, hold on a second. Harry Potter is Warner Brothers as well. And the only reason why I thought of of that was because when I was in Japan, I went to Universal Studios and I did the Harry Potter uh, ride where you're in the castle. That's a great and, ride. The one in the one in Universal Orlando is a great ride. Yeah, that that one's great. I mean, it, it did make me a little motion sickness a couple times when you were flying through the air mm-hmm. and it whipped you around real quick. But I was thinking when I was riding that, I was thinking, why isn't there not a Lord of the Rings ride like this? Well, and how would you? Like, but would would you do roller coasters or would you make it more of like a theme experience park, kind of like? the new Nintendo world is I feel like that's more of a experience park than a roller coaster park like Universal is. So I feel like a Lord of the Rings I feel like Lord of the Rings would be more like Disney where the rides aren't the main attraction. Less like Universal where the rides are. 
Maybe so. It, 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 well, in in the Nintendo, when there's only two rides in the entire thing, and the rest of it's just experience. Mm-hmm. So, I feel but, like- but I, 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 but 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 I don't know. I do think, you know, I'm I'm sure if we looked it up, I'm sure there has to be some sort of themed race around some of this stuff. Well, there's so many virtual races that you see pop up on social media. Like, here's your, you know, run these three races, and we'll mail you this medal and T-shirt if you pay us fifteen dollars or whatever they are. Uh, where they're all virtual races, but, um, but I've not, and maybe we just don't run in the right circles. Maybe if we were in different circles where we have a little more nerds, um, then we may know of these certain kinds of races or events, or, you know what, even a stage race, a Lord of the Rings stage race would be pretty cool where you go from place to place to place like they do. So you run from the Shire to Brandywine bridge and then, um, the end of the prancing pony was that brandy book brandy brook whichever make, it is yeah or we could make like you know like a relay out of that and instead of having a baton you pass off the one ring mm-hmm. well you can't do that because frodo had to carry it the whole time because no one else could although i did see an interesting reel the other day on instagram just doing my mindless scrolling that gimli was the only one who actually tried to destroy the ring because yeah when um and, and and they broke it down like Frodo got to Mount Doom, the same place where Isildur was, and neither one wanted to destroy it. Um, and then the only person who actually tried was Gimli at the at the council when he took his axe and tried to cut the thing, um, or smash it, whatever he was trying to do. So, and I was like, dang, he's actually got a really good point. We know Gollum didn't want it destroyed. Ultimately, he is the one that destroyed it. Poor guy, but um. But yeah, like Gimli was the only one who actually tried. And I was like, dang, you're right. Um, little, little fun factoid there. Um, hmm. I don't think dwarves would be good ultra marathoners anyway. According to Gimli, they're dangerous over short distances. They're not made for cross country. So speaking of Gimli, who is portrayed by John Reese Davies, who also had the role of Sala in the Indiana Jones franchise. Let's talk about Indiana Jones here. Dude, Temple of Doom. Sweet OCR race out of this. Mm-hmm. You really could. Where your finish line, <laughs> you gotta run away from a boulder chasing you. So yeah, at some point, like, dodge darts and stuff. You know, I just you know I watched the newest one on my eighty-five hour flight to Tokyo. How long uh, was your flight? Destiny? Huh? The yeah, Destiny. The brand new one, yeah. How much in a theater? Is it worth it? So it's good, but it's not like on the level of like Raiders or Last Crusade. I don't think any of them will ever be. And I just don't want them... My fear with some of these franchises is they just continue to beat a dead horse. No, Why this, can't we this, just... I mean, this one was still like head and heels above... Um, Oh, the one with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, like well, that one. Skull. This yeah. one, this one here was just a little bit too much for me. Too um, much? In what way? It was just a little too. Were Were there snakes in this movie? It was a little too. Okay, don't laugh when I say this. Oh, I'm gonna. But laugh it was now. a little. It's a little too unbelievable for me. Okay. Okay. Well, I could it was... look. Look! 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 There was a lot of there was a lot of fan service in the movie. 
So if you're a fan of the franchise, you'll enjoy it. Look, fair enough. All I can say, all I can say is, is that I, I felt like Raiders of the Lost Ark could have happened in real life. The Temple of Doom could have happened in real life. Hell, the the even the Last Crusade. I feel like you know what. Some crazy that 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 realistically, you know, if you if if you if you believe something I mean, like that could could have realistically happened. But going back like in time, I mean, come on. There's some crazy stuff that happens in some Egyptian tem- uh, pyramids. So I've heard. I've never been, but I've never been in an Egyptian pyramid. I probably wouldn't because I'd be like, uh, uh-uh, I've heard the stories. I ain't going in there. So, so if the time. If the time jump or time travel is unbelievable, where where we draw the line here? Because like in Temple of Doom, we watched you know the cult leader like reach into somebody's chest and pull out their heart still beating and set it on fire just by chant- chanting some words. That was Kali Ma though. That's a different. Yeah, <laughs> means Kali Ma. Yeah. All I can well, say. but if you but if you find that one believable. Surely time travel is more believable than that. Interdimensional no, travel, wormholes, black holes. I, I don't know. It just it, it it just it wasn't it it just it was good. It was it was very entertaining. It just uh, I really hope that they're done. And that's I how I look that... at movies. I just think every movie is going to be terrible. That way I'm never disappointed. And I just want if I go into a movie, I just want to be entertained. I don't care necessarily how true it is to a book or I just want to be entertained. And if I'm entertained and if that's my only expectation is that I'm entertained. And if you were entertained by that movie, then it's a good movie. Maybe so. What about Predator? Arguably one of the top five action movies of all time from 1987. Great. I can beat you, John. John, I can beat you. Rambo. Wait, are we still but, running ultras? But I'm in these still movies, talking about like in the talking? context of like having to like run like an ultra, like in these movie universes. You're out in the jungle. Imagine if, the, if you the got sweepers, someone chasing you. The sweepers were predators. Oh god. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying. If you're Rambo and you have to run an ultra through that, you know what was it? What was the one where he it was you know through a bunch of crazy Russians? I mean, that was pretty. That's that'd be pretty good. I think I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right this. The Ultra World already has a Rambo. His name's Zach Miller. Yeah. Uh, and the dude just runs talking. like Rambo would run. Just balls to the wall from the start till the wheels fall off. I don't know. Rambo's kind of bulky to be running. How far? You, what do you think the farthest Sylvester Stallone ever ran is? Like in one run? Well, no, I bet you he's one run or one movie because... I sent you all that reel about the people chasing people running, playing the the Rocky theme song. <laughs> so, I mean, I bet you he's put in some miles. The guys, I'm the sure guy he had to to get ready for the Rocky movies. The guy's Ooh, in pretty good shape. You know what? That would be a fun movie to run in. There's like a really good detailed YouTube video of where these guys created all the shots from Rocky Four up in Wyoming. That would be a good one. Do you have to yell Drago at the peak? Or at yeah, the finish line. Yeah, yeah, they found that peak. Um, they didn't go up to it for reasons, but that would be a really fun one to actually go do. Maybe we should all take like a take a boys trip up to Wyoming and Dude, do I would that. Loved it. I would love to go to Wyoming and Montana. 
So I've who's got family. Be... I've got family in Wyoming. I don't know them. I've never met them. They're like my dad's yeah, cousins. Well, let's do it. Let's just sign up for Bighorn or something. So who's going to be in the barn, not wearing the shirt, doing like the, uh, doing like the, uh, you know, like the wagon thing? Uh, of the you three know? of us, I'm going to be um, his brother-in-law. Gosh, now I can't. Okay. Now, I, now I'm blanking on his mind or on his name. Um, and I feel bad. You mean Polly? Polly. Polly. Yeah. Polly. I'm going to be Polly out of the you're three get of off us. That, you're going to get off that plane in the USSR wearing the uh, jacket that says, don't tread on me. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. So which one of you two then would be, well, I mean, you can't be Apollo Creed if we're sticking with four. Sorry, one of you has to die then, so let's not do that. Who's going to be Apollo's coach and who's going to be Rocky? <laughs> Apollo's no. coach. Who's, who Apollo was... looks like, well, with the hat over there, it looks like Jason's going to be a Burgess Meredith's character. <laughs> hey, Jason, can you real quickly in your best boomer voice say you're going to eat lightning and crap thunder, please? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> you're going to eat word. lightning and you're going to crap thunder. That's pretty <laughs> what good. About, what about women weak in legs? Can you say that for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> you know we should we should really like uh do like a shot for shot remake of one of those rocky training montages oh gosh man maybe, maybe we can Look. do that for you know leading up into hellbender that, that'd be a lot of fun next time can i'm crew met... for one of you guys i am so gonna dress like burgess meredith and be mickey and just be like can at you... the start of the race i'm just be at the start line everyone that runs by just gonna yell one time you're gonna eat lightning and you're gonna crap thunder and... <laughs> Can you imagine people tuning into this podcast for the first time thinking it's about running? Well, I mean, we hey, probably we've tried to keep it as close to running as we, we can. Have. We probably like lost them the first three months. We just went straight to toilet talk. <laughs> I don't know, man. People are pretty, pretty interested in toilets. I mean, I'm sure I there's mean, an OnlyFans for it. I mean, I'm sure there is too. Um, I mean, all I know is in Japan... When you walk into uh, into a, a super center store, and you get to the appliance level, they have those toilets sitting right out front. They're they're provisions. You know, here we have the uh, we have the TV sitting out front. They have the toilet sitting out front. Well, how much of your they set you back about your day? Do you spend? Set you back about two thousand dollars. Did huh? you get one? Did you get one shipped home? I wish <laughs> just for the music button. <laughs> just for the music button. I wonder if you could add your own music in there. I would put like disturbed in there or something like that. Or look, I don't know. Maybe some like like a Bluetooth speaker built into it and just stream. You know whatever. what? I, you what know what? I know exactly. this is going to be this... so far fetched. If anyone's still listening, then kudos to them. But this is really going to take it off the tracks here. Okay, the amount. And the fierceness at which it comes out dictates the song that is played. So if you've got a bad case of the shits and it just starts blasting some system of a down chop suey or something. What is that song about doing some heavy lifting? That's right. <laughs> All I know that if I could pick my own song, I would want like Ted Nugent Stranglehold playing or something like that, you know? One Wait, thing you, it's don't, really you don't want um, Hairless Whispers? being no. played while you're in the bathroom <laughs> living on a prayer i don't that, think no that's what your toilet that's what your toilet starts playing after it knows you ate taco bell that's right i i don't think 
I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> okay. I, I, I will say this. I, I, I will. I, I will say this much. I will say this much. Uh, the ones that just played gurgling sounds was much better than the ones that played the music. Why would you, you play gurgling you, sounds? Simulate like, those gurgling sounds. Oh, please simulate the gurgling sounds. Oh no, it, it sounded just like a broken toilet. What it sounded like. Wow, I'm so going to name the episode Toilet Talk. Toilet Talk. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you one more Japan nugget. There is this sketchy freaking um, Ferris wheel thing in the middle of Osaka that's attached to this like this big convenience store there called Don Quixote. And uh, we rode the Ferris wheel. And... Uh, it's one of the sketchiest things I've ever done. First off, I've never heard so much creaking in my entire life. And we, we you made heard it, so much honestly. creaking since you got out of bed. I mean, that's right. I mean, that's nothing. That's just like any like carnival that sets up in a mall parking lot. Right. Yeah, yeah man. Pretty, I, I avoid those bad. That's that, that's a fair analogy. The next night we walked by there and it was not working due to maintenance issues or something. <laughs> I was like. Oh gee, <laughs> um, I'm Dude, glad we didn't read down, your obituary down. in the paper. So. That's right. It was down, <laughs> down. Like I don't know, man. It was. I was like, I knew that night something wasn't right with it, but but no. But anyway, you know, you could you could go off the rails with some of this stuff. You talk about fantasy land. Oh, you for know, sure. you could. I, I mean, think, it just I mean, it just. It's endless. Yeah, I think those three are pretty much your biggest. The only other one that you could do would be Star Trek. So those would be your four biggest fantasy movies. Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and uh, and Harry Potter. And oddly enough, you, there is a meme out there that intertwines all four of those. Uh, where you can piss off all four nerd bases. And uh, I am one of those nerds that gets offended when you have... What is it? Gandalf's picture. And it's like... Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll try to find it and send it to you guys. But there's I mean, a meme. Yeah, like the, uh, there's a subreddit called the Jedi Council of Elrond, which is pretty good. Yep. <laughs> but those are for those are probably your best ones. I would run Lord of the, if I was to rank them. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Star Trek, and I, it's just because I just don't know them enough about Star Trek to to say much about where I would run there. The thing I mean, about Star Trek, I've seen every is, single episode of the original series in the Next Generation. I would recommend that when you get a chance. So what? Are, so I've 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 watched a lot of them, but I just don't remember. Like my dad's a big Star Trek fan. Um, so would you run through the planet that has the little furry guys that end up taking over oh, the ship? The Tribbles. Yes, that's it. No. The Tribbles. I know. See, Star Trek is different from Star Wars, and that Star Wars is just more about the overlying story arc. Star mm -hmm. Trek is more about like exploring different themes and stuff, uh, especially yeah. in the yes. earlier, the earlier uh, series. Yeah, it is much more sci-fi based rather than mm -hmm. overall story based. Like each episode, and and they don't necessarily build on each episode. Like this episode's this episode, and some of it carries over. There is a grander story to it. Yeah, I mean, you see that a little bit more starting in like the Next Generation, which was like. Well, essentially, like the second series, technically, well, maybe the third, if you count the animated series. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is definitely more about exploring themes in science fiction. So, are you a James T. Kirk or a Picard fan? 
Oh man, that's that is a really tough one. I like I like the character of Kirk, um, not necessarily as portrayed by uh, Shatner, but I mean you can't go wrong with um, Jean Luc Picard, and yeah, uh, with, what, what what was his Patrick name? Stewart. Uh, Patrick, yeah, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. yeah, he's a fantastic actor. Hey, he's a big fan of your strong of your ciders. He used to endorse Strongbow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do kind of like the swagger that like Chris Pine brought brought to that character. Man, he did like it. He did a good job. Character. He was a good Kirk, and I really wish they'd bring those back. I understand why they won't. Um, after oh gosh, now I can't remember the actual person's name. Um, after he died, check um, off. Yeah, yeah, which was really game. tragic. Got run over by his own car, if I remember right. Yeah, um, yeah, but he was he was an up and coming actor. If you've never seen the movie, um, oh, what's the movie? He plays a kid named Charlie. Um, it's a high school based movie. It's actually really good. Um, it's it's one it's one that's worth watching. He's the main character in that. I might I might watch that soon. So Drake is in that movie. Actually, the rapper Drake makes an appearance in that movie before he was I didn't even know you knew who Drake was. That's impressive. Uh yeah. I I I I flow with a couple of his songs. Yeah. He's got a couple songs on my playlist. His name was uh Anton Yelchin. That's it. Yep. Yep. Um um but yeah are you on his IMDB? No, I'm just on the Google. Oh okay. Um gosh it's like there's something wrong with Charlie or not there's something wrong with Charlie. Um Anton Charlie uh, Charlie Bartlett is the name of that movie um, and that is one that's definitely worth watching if you don't mind high school based movies so basically he's a rich kid who gets kicked out of all the rich kid schools and has to end up going to public school um, because he like none of the private schools will take him because he has this reputation and so his last ditch effort is private school and he's like a senior in high school and is this story about this private school kid trying to make it in a public school world and how he has some hard times doing it so but ends up doing all right because he starts selling his adderall to kids <laughs> it sounds it sounds too too close to reality i mean i and i think that's kind of what they were going for it's almost john hughes-esque and it's kind of it's kind of dark because it's when robert downey jr was really going through i'm pretty sure he was drunk not just acting drunk in this movie. Because it's kind of when he was going through that real hard time where everyone knew he had a drinking problem and was basically a functioning alcoholic. Um, but yeah, like he, there's some pretty dark stuff because he Charlie Bartlett ends up dating, and he's the school principal. He ends up dating the principal's daughter and all this stuff. Like it's it's probably based off someone's real life story. <laughs> it would not would not surprise me. So well, anyway. Sure there's there's lots of people who deal with crap like that so i'm sure it's yeah. probably yeah well back to running um i actually had my best week of running in since before the yeti i had 17 miles this week yeah but you still got that foot thing man and i just i'm glad you're moving again but i just i would just advise caution Honestly, yeah, that's why that's why three miles is pretty much my limit. Extremely slow. Um, that's all right. Today, today felt better than most. Now, how uh, much are you? How many days? Like, so you did seventeen miles. Is that three miles at a time? So five days. 
with an additional like a six day or or well because there was one day you said you ran five that was the first day back that was monday but it didn't give uh, you any problems walking around or it, well, no, it, you said it, it did it, it did randomly not a lot it did maybe three days out of the two weeks there three or four days mm-hmm. it was the days where we put a lot of put a lot of steps in I mean, we were hitting 27,000 steps a day. Man, you were walking there. around a theme park, basically. Like Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we were covering a ton of ground. But, um, but you know, so five and then four days where I did three. Mm-hmm. Um, three is, is about where I'm at, is what I'm, is what I'm going to focus on now um, until I can, until I can figure out what's going on or it goes away today was a good day um i mean it was there but it was much more muted and it wasn't there at all during the run which is a good thing so so yeah and it only really honestly it only really showed up when i was putting up christmas decorations so i blame the christmas decorations not the uh, actual running Uh, i'm wondering if it's more because it doesn't it doesn't go away when it shows up right it, like once it shows it, up, it it stays for a while. It sticks around for a little bit, and then it just stops. I'm just wondering if it's not because it, it, it may not be bone related. I'm just wondering if it's maybe because there's so much in your foot, so many little things. I'm just wondering if it maybe is just tendon or or ligament related of some kind. I honestly, honestly, am thinking that it's a cross between an Achilles issue and. <laughs> and 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 planners um and reason why i think it could be an achilles issue is is today the bulk of my pain was all in in my achilles um it was not as much in my heel as much as it had been it it has been a lot in my heel but today is actually was it was it was in my achilles and i don't know if that was just a me maybe overcompensating but i mean i'm going ultra slow like 12 minute miles so like i'm not putting a lot of strain on it hey in a grand scheme um, of things that's faster than your 100 mile pace though it, it, so when, it is so when you look only, at it that way it's actually not that slow no but it is only for three miles 30 minutes so yeah um I, i'm not doing anything more than that but i will Did say they this do much. an x-ray yep nothing so it's, so it's not a bone spur not a bone spur and i've been on i've been on meloxicam and i just finished that up and that really didn't do much for me um so if we have any physical therapists who happen to be listening to the show if you'd like to pop in and do an assessment of jason on the show we would welcome that he has a new camera you'll be able to see his feet better yeah that's right live (laughs) he's had slightly better definition than usual yeah, this camera's nice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was it was a Black Friday Friday deal. So there you go. So well, all right. Well, I think we've I think we've have beat a horse that was never here to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even lead the horse to water to make it drink. It, it was it there. There was no up. horse to begin with. We were basically we, just, uh, we were basically any uh, we were basically any, uh, any hot takes before we close. Hot takes, man. I don't. I'm sure I could make one about how chocolate pie does not need to be at a Thanksgiving table 
when your best choices are pecan and pumpkin pie. I would accept an apple pie as well. But chocolate pie can find a different table than my Thanksgiving table. I, I, I would throw the challenge flag on that. If you don't want the chocolate pie, I'll just take the whole thing. You go right ahead. You uh, go right ahead. So I just like my Thanksgiving table. I like to be very savory foods. And I don't like a lot of sweets on my Thanksgiving plate. It's just for the same reason stuffing doesn't find its way to my plate. I just don't like them. So, <laughs> so stuffing and dressing. You don't, like, you, you, you don't like stuffing? I don't like stuffing or dressing. I, I just don't. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's of the two. I think it's a texture thing because dressing tends to be a little soggy. And I just it reminds me of soggy cereal sometimes. And I just don't, it's, I just don't like it. Probably the same reason I don't like mushrooms is they're soggy. And when they squeak on your teeth, like when you get the, like mushrooms on a pizza that squeak on your teeth when you, nope, I'm, mm -mm, I'm done. I don't mind, like, if you dice up mushrooms and put them in spaghetti sauce, that's fine. I don't, but if someone, and being from Southern Indiana, everyone goes mushroom hunting. I never did. They go fry them in butter at the end of the day. Nope. You're good. You keep them. So. So I don't know if this is—I don't know if this is really a hot take. We can make it one. Uh, no, I—I I don't really think it is, <laughs> because it's just reality. I think it's safe to say that Hoka is probably the biggest running shoe out. Um, all of the runners I saw in Japan running were wearing Hoka's. And I'm, I'm, I'm going really, to debate that. I, I, I was really, that too. No. I was really taken back from that because Mizuno is so big out there. But mm. I saw so many locals. I'm not talking about tourists. I'm talking about local folks running. All of them had hokas on. Yeah, but if you were to go, okay, Garrett, Garrett who, who do you think is the is the best selling running shoe brand out there on the market right now? Honestly, honestly, I would guess just based on price point, I would guess Asics or Brooks. I disagree. I'm going Nike. There's no way those two brands are outselling Nike. Well, yeah, but okay, but if you're <laughs> if you're looking at it from, I am buying this to run in. As opposed to, I am buying a running shoe to do things in. Asics just has a lower budget-friendly price point. And especially if you're doing a marathon. Dude, you could go to any Nike outlet right now and get like two pairs of the Nike Pegasus, whatever, for like 50 bucks. You could. You could. Mm -hmm. But for Middle Tennessee, you got to go to Opry. Are you going to Opry? I'm not going to Opry. Not this time of year. Because the one in Franklin's gone now. And I don't know where another Nike outlet is outside of, well, that new Tanger outlets in Antioch might have one, but uh, I'm not it going might be there. sold out. <laughs> <laughs> out of business um, for other reasons. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I just, I would guess Asics or Brooks. And also, now that I'm back in another part time job where we sell know. footwear, the number of Hoka's that don't leave as opposed to the the Brooks. And I God, as much as I tell people, I don't want to see them in three months telling me that their shoes are terrible. The trendy ons 
so many people come in wanting to run in those. And I'm just like, you are going to regret every single step. That being said, on has made, there's that track guy that just set a record like on for whatever reason is, is taking the tracks field or the track scene almost by storm. And I don't know if that's just because maybe Hoka doesn't have a scene there. They make some track shoes, but I just don't think they're like, yeah, we'll make some, but that's not our niche. Yeah, like, I mean, the appeal of Hoka is, like, the Max Cushion. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. translate to, like, a track setting where you already have, like, a nice, like, soft surface like that that's mm-hmm. built to go fast. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, one of the guys who just won a couple indoors, he's an on-athlete. So, I don't know. I can't, I Don't can't get me started really, uh, on ons. That'll be my hot take. I'll take that. Ons are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think the guy you're talking about was like Yard Nagus, who set the mm-hmm. American record in the mile recently, just mm-hmm. right behind. Yeah, uh, is it Yakaminga Brigston who was ahead of him? I think so. Yeah, yeah. that there sounds is, right. Yeah. Jason, you got to jump off. No, I was just. Oh, gonna you're say gonna this. say something. Okay. What, what, one more. I can say this, and we we can jump off. Um, is is um. I couldn't find any hard data, but uh, ever, the, the data that I saw was um, in the U.S. was uh, Nike and Brooks Ultra. and Adidas. Uh, but I'm wondering how many people are buying the Nike Pegasus to run in the Nike Pegasus. Because honestly, the Nike Pegasus is one of my favorite running shoes. I love the Nike Pegasus. I had the 32s, 33s, 34s, and 36s. Like, I love the Pegasus. I mean, I ran 100 miles in the trail version. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see those brands outselling Nike. No. Even for, like, people who are just buying those shoes just to run in. But if you were to if go you were to like the an Boston elite level, Marathon. Yeah, I was about to say, if you're an elite level marathoner, what shoes are you going to go with? Well, the Vaporfly. It's not a question. Yeah. Assume it well. Am I a sponsor? Like they're giving me them, or I have to buy them? Either. Well, if I have to buy them, we're not spending five hundred bucks on the vapor flies or whatever even, they retail for. Even if you're like a two fifteen marathon. If I am, oh, who's that? Who's that guy that was Salazar's? Um, Galen Rupp. Yes. Even if I'm Galen Rupp, maybe at that point I might see if that two percent gets me. But I don't. But if you were to go to well, the well, Boston you say two percent. What what was what was the what was the percentage difference in time between Kelvin Kiptum's record and Elliot Kipchoge's record? Well, less than two percent. You think it was less than two percent? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like we're talking about like seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> This is all fantasy because I'll never be that fast. So <laughs> I don't know. I just, but if you were to go to like the the middle and back of the pack, I just don't think you're going to see as many Nikes at the Boston Marathon as you would say a Brooks. I just, I don't know. But then again, speaking of Brooks, Aaron Brooks the NFL quarterback who played for the Saints. You know he played in Air Force Ones? Oh, when yeah? He, when, they, when they played in the Superdome, he played in Air Force Ones. I was about to say, they probably played it on, like, some, like, god-awful artificial turf that was, like, oh. the equivalent of playing on concrete. And Rashid Wallace, the NBA basketball player, he played in high-top Air Force Ones. So there's a market for the Air Force Ones and athletes. 
So there you go. I mean, I'm not going to run a marathon in Air Force Ones, but John, what's your hot take? That Nike is the best selling shoe of all time. That's not a hot take. That's, I mean, statistically, that's fact. It would be actual like data, but (laughs) my hot take, and I don't know, I might, I don't know if this is really how the vice of this says, but Black Friday absolutely sucks. The concept of it is dumb. It just, everything about it is dumb. Well, the concept was good. We're having a terrible year. We're having a terrible year. Let's have a massive sale. Let's get back in the black from the red. So the concept, I understand. Let's have like a ton of like sales to encourage people to buy money on stuff they don't need when they happen to be off with nothing better to do. Well, yeah, it's my business. I want my family to eat. So yeah, I'm gonna run some sales and get myself back in the black. I mean, from a business perspective, I mean, yeah, it makes sense, but it's such a terrible thing. I also feel like the past couple of years, Black Friday's kind of, and maybe I'm just comparing it to the nostalgia of my childhood with my mom coming in and waking me up and saying, hey, we're going shopping because I love doing that with my mom. Um, it doesn't seem like there the past couple of years, there's been nothing that has gotten me out the door that I exactly, could just buy Exactly, because it's 2023. There's no reason for you to go, there's hardly a reason for you to go in any physical store anymore. Right, but if you but if I was to say, hey, you know, here's my 65 inch Sony TV, in store only, two hundred dollars. That might get me up. But if it's in store and online, well, there's no point. I'll just have it online. I'll get my shipment protection. That way, if it, when it shows up shattered, I can get a good go to the store and get a new one and avoid the Black Friday crowds. But I just feel like Black Friday is kind of, and because Black Friday now leads into Cyber Monday. And Cyber Monday starts on Black Friday, and Black Friday ends on Cyber Monday. There's just no point in leaving my house that weekend when I can just buy it online and have it shipped to my home in two days. Exactly. Now, that being said, if you are doing some shopping this time of year, please consider supporting local businesses. Absolutely. Including our local running and outdoor stores that we love so much. I think Jason's representing one one of them right now, are you? Does this say or super dry? It looks say? like it says super dry or Spider-Man. Okay, that's not or what I thought it said. Dry. Don't support Spider-Man. <laughs> no, this is this is an outdoor vital shirt. We do That'll not need hat. another Spider-Man movie. What's your hat say? That'll be another hot take. Super dry. Super dry? So what's super dry? Is that a brand? Like I don't <laughs> It's a brand in New York. Or is it your or is it your stuffing? It's, it's a brand dry. in it's a brand in New York. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, we wouldn't know about that. Nope. Never been. Wouldn't know. So, Next thing you know, he's going to wear a hat that says Supreme. I'll know what that one is. So. <laughs> I like Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we beat this one about as much as we can. <laughs> All right. So that, that is... That is it. Please check out all of our discounts and deals we got going on with uh, Squirrels Nut Butter, Swiftwick, and um, Scratch. And Scratch. I had it. Um, all the codes will be listed on our on our page. I think Swiftwick and uh, Scratch is Trail Trash, and I think the uh, Squirrels Nut Butter is Trail Lube. Mm-hmm. Trail and, Lube uh, in all caps. All caps on Trail All Lube. caps. And then Swiftwick is only good for the first purchase. Scratch is too. So, scratch and so Swiftwick are good for your first purchase. So anyway, check check out the deals. Get you some, get you some lube, and uh, we will see you next week where we hopefully will have a real running topic. Everybody have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>